What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. So, Laura, welcome back to your Gracias. segment. What do you have? All right, guys. So, I just saw an article in LA Taco. Like I told you guys, I love that. I love, love following yeah, you've that. You've got me into that website a little bit. Yeah, I love following them. So, I just saw that a major restaurant group from Mexico, Mexico City, is going to open a two-story restaurant in none other than The Grove. I was a little bit shocked that it would be there, but it seems to be a little bit upscale restaurant, and they specialize in birria oh. and escamoles. So I'm excited for that. And they're taking over in a building that no longer has anything in there. It's beautiful, and they, um, they were saying that the bakery, Ansel's Bakery, um was occupied there so i'm excited for it and i'm all for it because we need more i mean you know la has a lot of mexican restaurants and yeah i'm always i mean my mama's cooking is it but you know yeah yeah i bet I, I bet yeah but i'm with you let's uh let's promote especially more. at the grove because you know they yeah. have a lot of it's it's not that yeah, yeah. so yeah. i'm excited that they're gonna be there speaking of tacos and food uh-huh um at this party i was at this weekend was this mike trudell's birthday party Probably shouldn't have said that on the air, but okay. Oh, all um, right. Let's just say this party I was at this weekend. <laughs> um, they had they had a food truck. Yeah. Kogi Taco. Mm-hmm. Have you had that before? No. Holy moly! Taco truck. It? it is Kogi. K O G I, or uh-huh. maybe Koji. Uh, it is like a Korean Ooh. fusion, Mexican fusion. Oh, that sounds good. Was incredible. Incredible. So I don't know if it's Kogi or Koji, but it was D- K O G I Taco truck. The most delicious thing I've had in a really long time. Wow. I just had one of those things that you had. Croqueta. Croqueta from, from Tropicana. Oh, my God. Unbelievable. Yeah. I thought it was a donut. I mean, no. you grew up near Cuban people. How can, how could you have never had one of those I, in all your know, life? I don't know, man. I lived in like this sheltered community, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but now, that you, did you hear? Because you weren't here at all last week, right, Laura? Yeah. Well, I mean, no. She wasn't no. on the show no, last No, not on the show. Well, yeah. you, then, but you know that I'm now honorary because of my relationship with Canelo Alvarez, No, correct? I mean, I heard that uh, Episode, you know, show episode that show, but it's it was just an like, episode. It felt that way to me. Yeah, that I mean, would have loved Canelo. I told this to George. Oh, is it Lindsay. Jalisco? Hello, that's where my family's from. But I told I told this story. It's an amazing story. Canelo stands up at this dinner, finds out that the main chef at Spago. Oh, I did hear that. Yes. is is Mexican. Stops the dinner. Hey, everybody! The chef here providing this incredible meal at this 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 name yeah, brand restaurant there, in yeah. Vegas is Mexican guy. And I just got to say, I'm sending him so much love. Everybody cheers, you know. And then he finds out that there's a bunch of Mexican dudes working in the kitchen. I mean, Let, that's kind of a thing. Let's go take pictures. Let's go in the back and show some love from the champ. It was so cool. And now that me and Canelo are BFFs. Right. In your head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, to be fair, in most kitchens, there's going to be a lot of Mexicans behind <laughs> there. I'm just saying. I'm just well, saying. Canelo wanted to go celebrate those well, he people. he did, and he celebrated. Yeah. He's so. awesome. Is it Jalisco? So, you know. See? There you go. Uh, that is, I was going to say this in Spanish and close it out. That is what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo <laughs> Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. So, here's the deal. Are Talk we going to give me. away these this this table? Should we do it like all in one shot right now, or yeah, should well, we? Well, I mean, there's got to be a way to do it. Do you, is there a way you want to do it, or is there like because we? So for those that don't know what the hell we're talking about, we need you to buy tickets to our big show. We're doing the seven ten Mandy Awards in honor of our fearless leader Amanda. They're called the Mandys, kind of like the Emmys, right? Uh, and Joey Arce, uh, a listener to the station, was the one who recommended it on Twitter, and we went with him. So. If you go to 710awards.net, you can do two things. You can buy tickets to the event, 25 bucks. Mm-hmm. But also, if you buy a table of 10, 
it's 200 bucks, which means each person at your table saves $5, a grand total of $50 in savings. Kaplan and I are going to give away a table on the show today in the 5 o'clock hour. Um, do you want to just do it like a random caller? Do you want to just do it like, do you want to make them work for it? Like, how do you want to do this? Because I want to get back to the Lakers, but I want to know how we how we do this first. Well, we're going to get back to the Lakers, to your point. I think everybody would like to call in and probably jump on top of the pile. Because what the Lakers did last night, I mean, they're, they're just, they're terrible. And, and I know we said we're not going to judge too soon. You know, maybe we'll wait until after Christmas. Right now, as Anthony Davis told us, we suck. We suck. And I don't know what it is, George, about the third quarter, but we suck. We suck. Perhaps people would like to call, lend some opinions. Sure. And then we say, hey, you want to come and be our guest? I mean, you want to do it that way? Like, whoever has the best opinion? Like, are you basically doing the Jim Rome show? No, like, you want to have, no. like, a smack off? No, no smack. Else? No yeah. smack. No off. I think I think we should do, you know, like, at the, we'll do it at the end of the hour. And we ask a question related to something you guys said. Like, we always do. Make sure people are listening. Okay, we can do that at 545. Phenomenal. We can do that at 545. All right, let, then let's listen to the people. But in the interim, you know, Frank Vogel was not thrilled yesterday. I, he, here's the thing. And I, I'll, I'll just kind of reiterate where I was um earlier in the show, which is Frank Vogel is generally a guy who has coached defensive-minded teams. And when you have a defensive-minded coach, the thing they hate the most, and look, it doesn't matter with football, baseball, basketball, whatever it is, soccer, they hate turnovers, mistakes, right? Like, and this team is so prone to mistakes. And a lot of it, unfortunately, is Russell Westbrook because as great an athlete as he is, he plays pretty recklessly. Thing about Russell Westbrook is, and I, we all knew it. I don't know if any of us really said it, but we all knew it. Russell Westbrook needs to be LeBron James on his own team. What do you mean by that? I mean Russell Westbrook needs to be the leader, the guy who has the ball in his hands all the time, the leading scorer. Everything kind of goes through him. Mm-hmm. And he's on a team now where... They don't want to coach that. Yeah. The other players don't want to play that. And here's here's what I think the reality is becoming, at least through 15 games with no LeBron, out for nine of the 15. They're not stylistically a match, which many people said in advance of Russell Westbrook joining the team. Right. That has come true. So LeBron, as general manager decided he wanted Russell Westbrook on his team. He wanted a big three, like Brooklyn has a big three. Brooklyn's down to a big two. If LeBron were here, maybe the Lakers could be down to a big two. But they wanted Russ, and very frankly, it's not working. No. It is not working. Can we admit that? At least for now. It doesn't mean it can't change, but right now, through 15 games, it is not working. Not working. And, And here's the thing. If you're Frank Vogel, people are already starting to whisper, George, hey, they should fire Frank Vogel. People say it all the time. I hear it. T- they, they say that, and I'm like, what do you who, – who's going to coach this team? This right. is LeBron's team. Yeah. Therefore, LeBron picks who he wants on the team, and LeBron coaches the team. And Frank sits up there at press conferences and takes the arrows. Well, no, I, I don't know if it's like that either. Oh, that's like, just I my think, perception. I think that's going a little too oh, far. too far? Okay. Um, Frank Vogel's super detailed. Like, the reason guys like playing for Frank Vogel – um, is because he will literally tell you within a few minutes of what your minutes expectation is for a game, he will give that to you before the game. He'll say, Scott Kaplan, you're going to play 12 minutes tonight. Wait a second, 12 minutes? Yeah. That's not enough, coach. Okay, well, that's what you're getting. Well, and, but I'm that's, not happy. But that's your expectation. Oh. 
And but players appreciate that. So I, I don't I think you're going a little too far, but I do think he is the guy that unfortunately takes um takes the brunt of this because fans immediately default to the coach being mm-hmm. the problem. Mm-hmm. Armin uh is in Sherman Oaks. Armin, what's up? Hey guys, uh it's Armand, but oh, it's Armand, I'm sorry. Um, no sweat. Uh really quick, George, I listened to you back on your national program back in Miami. I'm so glad you are here in LA. You are truly uh one of the best in the biz, and I'm so happy that you're here. Well thank you. Um so anyway. I second uh, I that. Say, I, <laughs> I, I, I have to say I'm a diehard Lakers fan. Um, we are terrible right now. I know buddies of mine are saying, be patient, be patient, be patient, but for how long? Uh, last night I was looking at ticket prices to go to the game, and it's 200 bucks just to get into the door. And all I kept thinking at the end of the game was, I feel terrible for anyone who spent any amount of money on that game because right now we are not a good team. And I'm curious as to if if you guys think that Coach Vogel is afraid of benching Russ in favor of, let's say, Rondo. Because if the problem is we can't seem to run the plays, we have the guy who won us a championship on the bench. So why are we not running with him to start games? You're saying Rondo? Yeah. I, I just don't think Rondo's – you know, and I appreciate the call, Armand, and we got to run, but thank you. I, I just don't know if – Rondo's got that left in him. You know, two years when, you know, at this stage of his career is is a long time now, you know? You know, you really start to to understand when we talked about a roster makeover, I mean, it really is LeBron, AD, THT. That's kind of what's left. And what you – right, right, from that team. I mean, Dwight and Rondo are back and Avery Bradley are back, but they're not playing monster – well, Bradley's playing a pretty big role, and I think Dwight still plays a decent role. But you know what I'm saying? Like, they haven't been together for a year, two, three, five. Agreed. It's like it's LeBron and AD and all these new guys – and LeBron's not even yeah. able to play. Yeah. All right, listen, we'll keep this going here at 877-710-ESPN. Also, Lewis Riddick, one of the voices of Monday Night Football and faces of Monday Night Football, obviously called that Rams game yesterday. We'll talk to him here shortly as well. We got Radio Tinder at 530. But buy tickets. Buy tickets to our award show, the 710 Award Show, The Mandy's. It's on February 6th, which is a Sunday coming up next year, obviously, 2022. We've got all sorts of awards you can vote for. You can do it online, on your phone even. All you got to do is go to 710awards.net, 710awards.net. You can vote for the awards there, and you can buy tickets, $25 for an individual ticket. A table of 10 will only cost you 200 so you're saving 50 bucks on the table, 5 bucks per person. So make sure you do that. All right. We got traffic coming up in a second. We got Lewis Riddick. We got more of your calls. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. So down on Cab with you here on 710 ESPN. Don't forget, we got our award show. It's coming up February 6, 2022. It's our first ever award show. It's going to be the biggest event we've ever done. And you know, listen, if you've been to any of our events or you've heard them on the radio, this one won't be on the radio. Like the only way you can go is by going. Like that's the reality of this. So it's important for you to be there. We're trying to do something for the community of this radio station again. It's $25 a ticket, or if you buy a table of 10, 
Uh, you and nine of your closest friends can go for 200 bucks, which means you save 50 bucks on the table, $5 per person. Cap and I are going to give away a table of 10. We're going to split the cost and give away a table of 10 at 545. So in less than 30 minutes, stay tuned for that. All right, Rams yesterday, just a complete disaster. Like, there's no really, really no other way to describe it, what happened yesterday. This man was there calling the action. Lewis Riddick, one of the faces and voices of Monday Night Football. Uh, thankful to have him here on Sedano and Cap here on 710 ESPN. Lewis, I would imagine that the you've played the sport at the highest levels. Like, I would imagine that being run over and manhandled the way they were, there can't be a worse feeling for a defender than what the Niners put on the Rams yesterday. Am I wrong? No, no, you're not. Um, the quickest way out really to send a message to a football team, to the opposition in any phase is to have an offense come out, win the line of scrimmage, run the football repeatedly over and over and over again, give you no indication that they really want to do much else, and you can't do anything about it. And even as you try to do something about it, it's just not working. That is demoralizing. I think Jimmy Garoppolo referenced that uh, early on in the game that he could sense that his defense knew that it didn't have much of of an answer for what they were trying to do. And, yeah, it almost becomes a situation where at some point in the game it almost becomes like a clock-watching expedition where you're going, when can, those, when can those numbers just say double zero at the end of the fourth quarter so we can get on the plane and get the hell out of here because mm-hmm. this is just not our night. Mm-hmm. And that's what it looked like at, different, at, at some point you know, in that game. It looked like both offensively and defensively they just knew it wasn't their night. And that you have to really tip your cap to Kyle Shanahan and – the 49ers team overall because they made no bones about it to us as a, as a, as a crew that that's what they were going to try to do. That's what they believed they could do. And that's exactly what they did do. And it was, it was stunning to watch actually. Yeah. So Lou, the defensive side of the Rams, I, I think the run defense has been a big problem all season long. And that was confirmed when Tennessee was able to come in here without Derrick Henry and win that game. But I also think that we got to look at the offensive side, too. From your vantage point last night, what do you see is wrong with what's going on with this Rams offense? You know, it's not as dire, I believe, as you know many today have made it out to be. I just think there's some, look, there's some realization that's going to need to take place. And, and Sean McVay is very smart uh, as far as how this team is presently constructed. Look, without... Without Robert Woods, number one, it changes the complexion of their passing game until Odell Beckham is able to get up to speed and then for them to be able to change tempos, go at a much faster pace, for Matthew to be able to call the offense at the line of scrimmage and still throw the ball that they, the way that they had been throwing it like when, when Robert Woods was in there because now Odell knows what the, you know, what the checks are at the line of scrimmage, what his, what his uh, assignments are, what routes he's supposed to run, what his adjustments are. And last night they couldn't do that. They couldn't do that. And I know you know you will say, well, against Tennessee, you know, Robert Woods was healthy. What was the problem then? Well, turnovers were the problem then. And they got down in the big hole. And then they te- got, you know, they got teed off on with that good defensive front of the Tennessee Titans, which brings me to the second problem here. When you have a guy like Matthew Stafford, you can become enamored with throwing the football mm-hmm. because he is like a prodigy. I mean, he's 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 a very unique individual. A lot of mental horsepower, great physical traits. 
can throw the football as well as anybody's ever thrown the football. You get enamored with that. But what happens is once teams kind of get a beat on what it is you're doing in the drop-back passing game and there's no real commitment to the running game, then what happens is, okay, now they start sitting on things as far as the secondary is concerned, and the longer Matthew has to wait for stuff to happen as far as the routes are concerned, the more the offensive line gets exposed. And that's what Tennessee did. Tennessee beat up their, uh, the Rams' offensive line as far as pass rush was concerned. You saw what Jeffrey Simmons was yep. doing. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was destroying people. I mean, he embarrassed David Edwards. And then what happens here with, with uh, San Francisco also is, look, Eric Armstead and Nick Bosa are pretty darn good. They really, I mean, we already know how good Nick Bosa can be. And when this game became one-dimensional for them, they didn't really have any answers. So I think what's going to have to happen for L.A. is, remember how it used to be when Sean first got there. This was a very, very run-heavy type team that Todd Gurley just went crazy. And they could, that, that's what they, they need to get Matthew under center and have a lot of that misdirection inside outside zone run game where there's a lot of just a lot of eye candy behind the line of scrimmage with different motions and shifts and jet sweeps and fake jet sweeps where you have people really playing on their heels while at the same from a defensive perspective while at the same time coming off the ball hard and running that ball downhill they've gotten away from that because of Matthew and because this is really what Sean, Sean wanted to take this offense to the next level from a passing game perspective but he needs to get back to, I believe, a little bit of his roots of what made them so successful when he first had Jared Goff and when he had Todd Gurley, and they made it to the Super Bowl. But then Bill kind of shut down the running game in the Super Bowl, and Jared Goff couldn't have, didn't have an answer for him, really. Lewis That's Riddick. what they need to get back to, is if they don't, and they make this just a drop-back team, it's going to probably look like it looked like last night mm-hmm. and the week before. Mm-hmm. Lewis Riddick with us here, of course, one of the faces and voices of Monday Night Football on ESPN and ABC. Uh, so let me ask you this, Lewis. The do you buy that just teams can have your number? Because when I saw Sean McVay fake a field goal, I'm like, that winning streak is in his mind. It felt like to me. Now, look, you yeah. played the game. Did you get that sense too? Um, you know, I, I think sometimes, yeah, I, I, the the mental game that is played between. Coaches is no different than the mental game that's played between players. When, when players know that a certain guy or you know a certain team is not a good matchup for them or something that's given them trouble in the past, yeah, sometimes they try things out of the ordinary and take more chances because they know that maybe head to head this just doesn't kind of quite match up the way ideally I want it to, especially given the kind of style that they have that and that they like to play. So I think what really what Sean's going to have to do is go back to the drama. He and he. He said this, I believe, today, that this bye week comes at a good time for them. There's no question it's a gut-check time for a lot of people on this football team considering how – and look, you know this. You, you know that in football when you get beat up like that. That's not about scheme necessarily. That's not about X's and O's. That's, that, that's not about that. That's about this guy across from me physically is just whipping me. And so you're not going to tell me that these guys man for man on the Rams defense or on the Rams offensive line, you know, are that inferior to the point where it looks like, like it did last night. Yeah. That's a mentality. That's a mindset. And that's a resilience and a resolve to say, look, I'm just not going to let you kick my ass like that. I'm not going to let that happen. And San Francisco said, 
oh, yes, you are, because that's what we're going to do. And Debo did that. Uh, Elijah Mitchell did that. Trent Williams did that. You saw how George Kittle was coming after those guys. Yep. You saw what he did to Von Miller. Yeah. Well, Lou. You saw how Kyle Dusek was playing. I mean, that, that's he's going to have to tap into that on his football team. Otherwise, that matchup's going to be an ugly one for him. Yeah. Lou, last thing here, up against the clock a little bit here, but the Rams got their schedule and and they got it up to seven and one. They got their record to seven and one with wins against a bad Seattle team, a bad New York Giants team, sure. a desperate Detroit team, yeah. and a horrible Houston team. So they got to seven and one. They're one yeah. and two against winning teams yeah. so far this year. So I'll just make it real quick. Right. Are the Rams in trouble looking forward? They got Green Bay, Arizona on the road at Minnesota, at Baltimore. Are the Rams in trouble, Lewis Riddick? No, they're not in trouble, but you're going to find out the truth now. You're going to find out the truth of whether or not them taking advantage of teams that aren't as good from a record perspective was was fool's gold as far as what people thought they were ultimately going to be at the end of the season, and that is a Super Bowl favorite. We're going to find out if that is fool's gold or not here very shortly. Lewis Riddick, one of the faces and voices of Monday Night Football each and every week. Lewis, thank you so much for joining us, man. Appreciate the time, as always. Absolutely. Appreciate you, Lou. There he is. Okay, man. All right, man. Be well. It's my man right there. Lewis Riddick. So, our lockers were right next to each other in college, Mm -hmm. right? I think he was number seven, I was number nine. We literally spent four years together every day. Yeah. What a guy. I'm so proud of him and happy for him yeah. with the success that he has gained. I mean, he's the Monday Night Football guy, man. He is. That's amazing. It's incredible. And yeah. what an analyst, you know? He is incredible. Um, why didn't you ask him to buy a table? You know, that's a good Get question. I should have done that. Yeah. Because, you know, listen, we want to outsell right. Mason and Ireland. Right. They sold like 250 tickets today. Right. We I was need told, to sell more than them. Right. I was told that a sellout is like 1,000. Right. So we're like getting to halfway. Yeah. We need to Let's sell just way sell more. sell the rest of it out. Right. Right now. Today. 710awards.net. We're having our big award show. Go there. You can vote on all the different awards that we have for the station, which is fun. And then buy tickets. $25 per ticket. If you buy a table of 10, you and nine of your closest friends, it's 200 bucks. So each of you save 5 bucks. It's 50 bucks off the total. Cap and I are going to give away one at 545. Okay? We're going to give one away to the audience. We're going to get back to your Lakers calls. We've got Radio Tinder coming up. Stick around. We're back in three minutes. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And... Boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The 
playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the hypnotic team. Every season is hypnotic and tequila season. Hypnotic liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Yes, it is time for Radio Tinder, Christopher. And don't forget, we have the 710 Awards show, the Mandy Awards, on Sunday, February 6, 2022, at the QC in Montebello, QC 2020. Uh, go to 710awards.net and you can buy tickets there, $25 per ticket. Look, we need to sell this thing out. Like, we want to sell it out in one day. We've come, we're like yeah. halfway there, basically. Yeah. If you're a fan of Radio Tinder, then please go online and buy some tickets for our award show. It's, right. What is it? 710awards.net. 710awards.net. And then you can vote for the awards that include Lindsay and Laura, which we'll go through these awards too. Because Lindsay and Laura, I mean, you and me are on these award lists too for these different awards. Vote for the boys. But Lindsay and Laura are really the people you should be voting right. for. Listen, it's only $25. It comes with dinner. And here's what I'll tell you. You buy a ticket tonight, we'll all get in the photo booth together. The four of us and you, the ticket buying public. Yeah. That's a that's like a little added sugar on top, you okay. know. If anybody wants People to take a want photo a party booth with, with us. you guys, yeah. so they're gonna buy tickets. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you right now, what we did last week in Downey. All those people mm-hmm. that were out there that love this radio station and love these teams, let's get everybody together because you got to understand something. This is the kickoff of the Super Bowl week, and everybody's going to want to take part in festivities when yeah. the Super Bowl comes to town. Right. Most people listening have never been a part of a Super Bowl in their hometown because it's been forever since LA's had a Super Bowl. Right. This is going to be the kickoff of all the Super Bowl week festivities. Get yourself involved and get yourself some tickets. Go to 710awards.net, buy some tickets. Again, if you get a, it's $25 a ticket, but if you get a table of 10, you get it for 200 bucks. You save 50 bucks off the table, 5 bucks off each ticket for your friends and yourself. So 710awards.net, and then go vote on the awards, too, and vote for Lindsay and Laura. All right, go ahead, Lindsay. What do you got? All right, free agent shortstop Carlos Correa is not very impressed with Hall of Famer Derek Jeter's defense. Speaking on the Me Gustan Los Deportes podcast last week with okay. former MLB second baseman Carlos Baerga, big, mm. big fan here yeah. of Carlos. Indian, yeah. Uh, yes. Correa. A guardian now. Right, Sorry. right. He's not an Indian anymore. He's, he's always going to be an Indian. He was a Cleveland Indian, but right. yes. Indian. But now, today, he's politically correct. He's a guardian. Okay. Well, anyway. Uh, Correa won his first gold glove this season, mm-hmm. and he took issue with the five gold gloves that the former New York Yankee shortstop won during his 20-year career, saying, quote, Derek Jeter, how many gold gloves did he win? Five, I think he won? Well, Derek Jeter, he didn't deserve any. Do you guys agree with Correa? Swipe left or swipe right, Sedano? I am swiping right, and I say this as someone who grew up a Yankee fan. Derek Jeter's the most overrated defender <laughs> at shortstop of that era. Alex Rodriguez was so much better than him defensively. And by the way, Nomar was better than him defensively as well. But Alex Rodriguez was so good that he could go to the Yankees and pick up a brand new position and then win gold gloves at the other position, okay? Like, Derek Jeter, what he did was he wasn't as athletic as Nomar and A-Rod, so he made plays that were routine for them. He had to make them in spectacular fashion because he wasn't as athletic as those guys. But everyone was like, wow, look at that play that Derek made. And it's like Alex and Nomar would have made it easily. I'm going to have to swipe left here. I, 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 I'm I not down with any of this Derek Jeter Correa's slander. Right. I know people hate Correa here, but he's right. I'm not down with any of this. Derek Jeter was the captain. He was the classiest guy. He was the greatest champion. He represented the Yankees. He represented his team, his town. Uh, listen, I hear everything you're saying. I'm not buying any of it, okay. and I'm swiping Go left. Ask, uh, let's get Nomar on the show and give him truth serum. He may not okay. say it publicly on the air, but give him truth serum. 
And I bet you he would t- he would agree with Correa and me. Well, if they've got a book that they want to sell, they'll say outrageous stuff like that, like Scottie Pippen yeah. is saying. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Well, Norma works on the Dodgers broadcast, so maybe we could try to make uh, maybe we could coerce him into uh, into giving us the response that I would prefer. Actually, that's how, Omar Vizquel too. Omar Vizquel. <laughs> Omar Vizquel. Excellent. Underrated. Yes, that's he true. He fantastic. was basically a defensive shortstop, yeah, is exactly. what he was. But the, the Yankees were winning, and Jeter was the captain, right. so he was the yeah. guy. Yeah, whatever. And I'm still buying in. He him. wasn't even the best playoff performer. It was Bernie Williams. That may be the case. Yeah. All right, go ahead. What's next? All right. He was the face. Uh, have you guys ever had a persistent boss who won't stop messaging you once you've left work or logged off? Well, in Portugal, that behavior is now illegal. Yeah. The country recently Portugal. introduced a law that bans employers from contacting workers outside their regular hours by phone, message, or email. Uh, the employer must respect the privacy of the worker, including periods of rest and family time, the new law stipulates. Any violation, it continues, constitutes a serious offense and could result in a fine. Wow. Should this be a law in the U.S.? Swipe left or swipe right, Cap? <laughs> I'm going to swipe left. So I think that we as Americans are over-caffeinated and overworked, but it's the way we get down. And I understand the notion of giving people vacation time or letting them have their personal time. But I do think, and maybe you guys will disagree, but I think we're living in a 24-7 world now. You know, I think that work is on everybody's mind all the time. I know I have a hard time shutting it all down. And so I know that I contact people that is not in what I would call business hours. So I'm, I'm not down with this new law in Portugal. Because I'd be violating it all the time. Yeah, well, maybe we, that'd be great for us. You'd be in jail. We wouldn't have to deal with your incessant text messaging. No, no, no. Now yeah. I can actually broadcast from my jail cell. Okay, with your phone. Well, yeah, I'm pretty oh, sure they take the your Lord phone in jail. That. Yeah, no, I'm I don't think positive. so. I think you can have a phone in jail. Yeah, I don't know. I don't no, think that can't. would be the you case. You definitely cannot. You yeah, how call, am I going to tweet in jail? You yeah. got to call Na- and yeah. do the. This yeah. call may be monitored. Trust yeah. me, it's, yeah. it's not fun. Yeah. Okay. You sound like you talk from experience. All right. Yes, Next, Lindsay, what do you got? Well, you didn't answer that question. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah, I'm in. Swipe right. Let's go. Okay. Okay. I think so. I said I started by saying let's move to Portugal. So there <laughs> work-life balance cap. It's all about the work-life balance. Yeah, you know, you're right. Some countries they only work four days a week, and they seem to be more productive. Now that I'm in for, yeah. I'm down for that. Yeah. All right. Well, in Jeff Bezos's vision of the future, people are going to be born in space colonies and visit Earth on vacation. He discussed space Blue Origins plans and the relationship between space exploration and saving Earth at the 2021 Ignatius Forum in Washington, D.C. He said, quote, over centuries, many people will be born in space. It will be their first home. They will be born on these colonies, colonies, live on them, and then they'll visit Earth the way that you would visit, you know, Yellowstone National Park. Uh, do you guys agree that that's in store for the future? Uh, swipe left or swipe right, Sedano? No, swipe left. I'm more into the metaverse. I think people are going to be more into that than going to another planet, you know, or whatever the hell Bezos is trying to do. I'm also swiping left here because you know what really annoys me? It's okay, fine. Look, you're one of the richest guys on the planet. You think it's fun to go flying around in outer space. You built your own spacecraft. That's fine. Go have fun, okay? But why are you telling us what the future is going to be? You started, Just let it happen. Right. You, you started an online bookstore. It blew up into you becoming a multi-gazillionaire, yeah. and now you're smarter than right. everybody. And mom and pop loaned you the 300 grand to get it started, so there's you, that. You, you know, he did say like 30 years ago, someday people are going to be able to press a button and something will come to their door within a couple of hours. I mean, he did say that. He well, knows. good for him. Yeah, about All that. Right, that is Radio Tinder each and every day at 530. Coming up in the next segment, we're going to give away one of these tables. 
Cap and I are going to give away a table. We're going to just give it to you. You can have 10 of your, you know, you and nine of your closest friends come hang out at the 710 Awards show. But before we do that, uh, and by the way, you can vote at 710awards.net. Buy tickets there. Uh, also, again, you can buy a table for $200 for 10 of your friends. That saves 50 bucks off the table, 5 bucks per person. So vote on the awards. Buy some tickets. Let's go. We want to sell this thing out today. Uh, 710awards.net. All right, let me go to Jerry in Downey, who is not thrilled with the Lakers and has issues with the coaching. Go ahead, Jerry. Hi, guys. How are you doing? What's hey. up, Jerry? Good, good. Cap, you there? Yeah, I'm here. What's going on, man? You might, you know, you brought it up earlier. You made a great point. I mean, with I'm a Frank Vogel fan. I, I, I have been for a long time. But right now, he he's not... He's not. I'm a basketball coach. I coach high school, and I, I think I've seen better offensive sets on high school teams than what the Lakers are running. Basically, the only offense they have is the pick and roll to Anthony Davis. Other than that, they're gunning up, you know, shots, just isolated shots. There's no offense. If you look around the league, you'd look at the Golden States and last night that they're moving the ball. They're running back screens off the ball. There's a lot of screening. There's nothing. Lakers aren't doing that. And if, and if you don't have good shooters out there, which they really don't, no. then and, and there's no defense on the perimeter. I mean, there. You know, I, yeah, yeah, Jerry, look, be a I, long, I, long season. Yeah, I, I think they've built a, a flawed roster. And that, thank you, Jerry. I, I appreciate the call. Like, I, I just, I've said that from the beginning. Like, I didn't think the roster was the construction of it was. But great. do you mean? Just to understand this, that it's everybody, or are we pinpointing one guy's play and one guy's style and the inability, if you will, to, I'm going to put this in quotes, control the player? Okay, I'll tell you that on the other side. Let's do that on the other side. Plus, we're going to give you a chance to win one of those tables. Cap and I, is gonna, uh, and I are going to buy a table for the 710 Awards show. Go to 710awards.net to buy some tickets, to buy tables. We want to sell this thing out tonight. Go do it. Go, go. You can do it from your phone. You don't even need to go to a computer to do this. So right now, line up. We're going to do a trivia question on the other side, 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776, and I'll answer Cap's Lakers question next. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Sedano Cap with you here on 710 ESPN. We're going to give away one of these tables. If you don't know what the hell we're talking about, the 710 Awards shows the Mandy's. All right, the Mandy's, like our boss Amanda. Um, the Mandy's, Sunday, February 6, 2022, at QC, QC 2020 in Montebello. Here's how you buy tickets. Go to 710awards.net, 710awards.net. Tickets are 25 bucks. You can buy a table of 10, so nine of your closest friends can go with you for 200 bucks, which means each of you save five bucks, 50 bucks on the table. Dinner is included. Uh, all the chicanery and the nonsense of all of us, everybody at the station is going to be there. All your favorite people, even the people you don't like, are going to be there. They're all going to be there for you. Um, so we're going to hang out. We're going to play a game of Family Feud uh, on live for you guys there. It'll be fun. Key's going to host it with Chris. It's going to be really, really fun. So make sure you're there. Um, I'd already like to put in that next year I'd like to host. 
I'm sure you would. I would like to host next year. Yeah. I want to do a full monologue. I got a singing no and dancing routine. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No one is surprised. I mean, you want to wax your nostrils there, Can too? we not? I'm so no, glad I'm I done was with not it. there. No, I think I'm done that. with it. I think I'm done with the practice of wax, waxing my nostrils. Yes. I think I'm done with it. You yeah, need wax a shave, on, though, wax bro. Off. What's up with the... Yeah. I know. I do need yeah, to shave. Yeah, what is the deal with that? <laughs> okay, so hold on. You it's, got like a dirty face. <laughs> it's does. Movember, right? It's Isn't it no, November? No, no, bro. You look like... You just excuse. It just looks dirty. It doesn't look like a good beard I agree. I've never in my life... 50 years old, can't grow a beard. Yeah. Like a 12-year-old prepubescent little kid. It looks bad. Can't grow a beard. Some men can pull it off. I can't. I can't either. So I, know. I don't it's do a, it. I just I'm trying. I literally I leave like a like a five four o'clock, five o'clock shadow. That's it. That's I know. the farthest I go. That's you the, know, you kinda look like one of the guys from Home Alone. What are they, the wet bandits? Oh yeah, the, the, yes. 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 That's, that's exactly like. who you know what somebody, we need a beanie and that's it. Yep. You know what somebody told me I look like they said you look like Homer Simpson. Because you know he had like the dark shadow yep. just around his yes. mouth. Yeah. Yes, yeah. That's, you know, that's similar too. But I do like the Home Alone reference yeah. actually. Like All right, so cap. so here's the deal: we're giving away. You and I are going to buy a table to give away just because we're nice. Uh, but buy the tickets at seven ten awardsnet seven ten awardsnet Twenty five dollars a ticket. Tables of ten for two hundred bucks. You save fifty bucks on the. Table. I'm seeing people put on Twitter their receipts, the receipts, and then they're saying, "I want." Travis and Sleewa to get how, credit. That's not how this works. Or I want Mason and Ireland to get no, credit. No, because nobody was saying at 9 in the morning or 10 in the morning, oh, we want Sedano and Cap to get credit. That's no. not how this works, bro. No, it, it's, listen, go to the website right now. You can't, like, peg it for someone. Right. And and here's what you should do. Don't even buy a ticket. Don't even do that. Buy a table. Yeah. Because here's what's going to happen. You're going to spend $200 rather than 25 you're going to say to all your friends, hey, Come let's go out. do this, yeah. right? You're going to charge every one of your friends $25 and you're going to make $50. That's a great point. That's how you do it. Such a hustler. That's an entrepreneur it. right there. Yeah. Thank you. All right. So what are we doing? So we're going to do a, uh, qu- a question. So here's the, the, the question. We just did it on Radio Tinder a little while ago. You had to have been listening 10 minutes ago. What? I mean, we, we can't. We, I mean, we went back like really close. Made this really easy yeah. for everybody. What country is it now illegal for your bosses to hit you up after hours? It's very simple. All right. Let's go to EJ. EJ, what country? Portugal. Oh, correct. Boom. Oh, my Done. God. That yeah. easy? Nailed it. Wow. All right. EJ line one. He's our winner. That's EJ, it. You got, does EJ understand, though, George, that we, you and I, yeah. just bought EJ a table of 10? Yeah. EJ, so, do you realize we bought you a table of 10? EJ understands that, yes. Okay. And, and EJ, do you have do you have nine people that you plan to bring with you? Uh, I'm going to have to go make some friends, I guess. Yeah. Okay. okay. Uh, yeah, friends, yeah. family, like whatever. You're getting a free <laughs> meal out of it. Oh, it's great. Thank you, guys. That's you know what great. you should do is you should tell a whole bunch of people, you're like, yo, I got these tickets. And they're all free meals. It's all free. Yeah. Come with me. And if they say, for any reason, I don't know who these people would be, but if they're like, I don't know, 710, you'd be like, well, you're going to know them after this event. Right, exactly. That's how this works. All right. All right. No, thanks, guys. Cool. Looking all right. forward to it. We're going to put uh, we're gonna put you on hold, and uh, Linz will take care of you. Poor Frankie in Fullerton. I know. T- this guy takes notes on the show whenever we do any of these contests, and then, uh, you know. He is wilding. Yeah. Yeah. He's upset. Really? Yeah. He is hung he? up. I went to grab him, and he was gone. Yeah, Frankie, I met Frankie at an event, and he really does take notes. He's like a diehard. He listener. wants to win. He yeah. wants. Maybe to we win. should buy him him a table. Well, I mean, now you, how many more tables do you want to buy? Bro? I mean, I like, don't know. You know man. It's going to get then expensive. It, we're going to get disqualified very easily. Yeah, boys. yeah. We can't be buying everybody. A table. <laughs> right, we just bought true. EJ. Try to. Table. Hey, maybe we should get Frankie together with EJ. Yeah. Hey, EJ, here's an idea. Just by the way. If you need to fill any seats, just sell them. Just call us. Yeah. Call back to the show Put them on eBay, and we'll just give them away to, to other people. Yeah, I mean, I don't think we could do that either. I think you just kind of made that up. But you know. yeah, I mean, I did yeah. just make it yeah. up. Uh, so anyway, real quick, you asked me a question about um, 
You were basically alluding to Russell Westbrook. Well, here's what I'm getting yes. at. Here's what I'm getting at. Let, <laughs> let's stop beating around the bush. Yes. We're 15 games into the season. Correct. LeBron has only played in six. Correct. Taylor Horton Tucker has just come back for the last two. Did look good. Looked really good. Yes. Padded the stats late when the game was over yesterday, but that's neither here nor there. Here's my question. Are we going to continue to try and force a round peg into a square hole, or are we going to look in the mirror and make an admission that Russell Westbrook is not going to work with this team? The way he plays versus the talent that this team has that's part of its core, that Russell Westbrook, as great as he's been in his career statistically, he's not going to work for this team. Are, is anybody there yet, or... Are you like, no, no, just chill, relax. I need to Le see it with LeBron mm -hmm. for an extended period of time. And I think Carmelo said it best yesterday when he talked about, like, you know, if we get to the halfway point of the season and we still look like this, then we got to really reassess where we're at. So because LeBron has missed so many games, like, I, I think that changes the dynamic some. So I, I, But if you're asking me at first glance, I was telling you, I don't, I don't think this is going to fit well. Um, you're going to have to figure it out. On the fly, if there's any player that can figure it out, is LeBron, um, because he literally, as I, I gave an example during one of the breaks, he literally can tell the defender where he needs to be, or the other guy what offense they're going to run. How like he's that kind of a savant. How many games do you think it will take? I need to see twenty of them together. Okay, and we think we're not. I mean, we think LeBron is supposed to return this week. I'm not at no Friday. They're saying Friday, mm -hmm. perhaps. Woj reported that he could come back from Boston. On okay, Friday. so so if he comes back on Friday. You got to give him 20 games. We're 15 games in. You got to give him 20 games. So we're talking about getting to the 35 to 40 games into the season range. Right. We're talking about getting to the halfway point. Right. And so if LeBron comes back and they play 20 games together, and after those 20 games, we make a decision. I say we, like yeah. me, you, yeah. LeBron, yeah, the three Rob, of us. Rob Palinka. I mean, I don't even care if Rob... I don't know if we're going to have an opinion from Rob on this. It's me, you, and LeBron. Okay. I mean, we got to make a decision. Is Russ the wrong guy for this team? Does his skill set not work in the... And I'm going to put this in quotes here. The team game environment. Does Russ need to be a number one on his own team versus a three on LeBron's team? Can it work? Will it work? Should we already look at it and say it won't work? I don't think we can say the latter yet. But I'd be curious to hear what the audience thinks at 877-710-ESPN because now we are 15 games in. We're close to that 20-game mark everyone loves to tout. Um, and it's not looking great. Now, granted, do I think that they need to freak out over the Lakers right now? No, let's not be silly. But there are real legitimate issues on this team. And they're obvious to anyone with eyeballs. Here's my question. Someone explain this to me. We had a gentleman just call a few minutes ago. He's a high school basketball coach. Somebody explain this to me because I don't know, but I'm looking forward to somebody's smart explanation. What happens to the Lakers at halftime that when they come out in the third quarter, they are so bad? Anthony Davis said last night after the game, he brought up the numbers. They, Chicago, scored 40 points. We, the Lakers, scored 12. Yeah. And Anthony Davis said, that's the ball game. Yeah. Why are the Lakers so bad 
in the third quarter. Do you think they go into the locker room and they're all on Twitter? No. No, oh, you don't no. think so? I, I don't think that. You don't think they're good. calling their girlfriends? I, I, I'll, give you, I'll give you my idea on the other side. We'll do that next. Stick around, plus what you need to know. We'll get to your calls. I know people are chiming in right now at 877-710-ESPN. We'll do that next. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.